My why is if my generation does not take action to save animals, they will go extinct in my lifetime because every eight hours a rhino is killed and every day 58 elephants are killed. My motto is advocacy has no age limit. Okay, well, welcome everybody to Starts With Why. My name is Zane. And my name is Lauren. Welcome back, listeners. How's it going, Zane? I'm I'm doing good, Lauren. I just, I'm feeling like it's going to be a good day. You know what I mean? 100%. There are beautiful fall colors out as I look out the window. It's, it's going to be a good day. And we have an incredible guest. And Zane, I'm looking for a new book to read as I, as I sit inside as the fall weather gets chilly. And this gal wrote, co-wrote, a really incredible book. And there's such a cool story behind it. So with that, we would love to welcome our guest, Kate. Welcome, Kate. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Oh, we're so excited to have you. So, Kate, before you get into your story and tell us about your book, uh, maybe you can just tell us a little bit about you. Okay. Well, I love to play volleyball. I love dogs, and of course, I love the animals of Africa. One of my, I probably have two animals I absolutely are my favorite in Africa, elephants and cheetahs. And there are only 7,000 cheetahs left, and elephants are killed every day. Oh my gosh, there are only 7,000 cheetahs left. I had no idea. Yes. Oh my gosh. And, and, 50 elephants are killed every day? Yes, 58. Okay, so Kate, you know a ton about animals, and we'd love to hear the story behind how you learned so much. Yes, so when I was seven, I met my game driver, Michelle. So she took me on my an amazing safari. It was my first time I went to Africa when I was seven. And she taught me everything I knew about animals. That every eight hours, Ryan was killed. Every day, 58 elephants are killed. She taught me everything. And when I found out these things, I wanted to do something to help. So I had the idea to write my book, Let's Go On Safari. And I asked her if she would co-write with me, and she said yes. So now we have our book, Let's Go On Safari, and it recently went global with Penguin Random House. Wow, congratulations, Kate. That's really exciting. Thank you. Thank That's you. That's so exciting. So um, it all started when you did your uh, the safari in South Africa, right? Yeah. And did you have, like, a love of animals before, or was it just, like, you seeing them live was what made you say, oh, my gosh, I want to learn more? Yes. I, I always loved animals, but seeing animals in their natural habitat in Africa made me want to do something to help to make it so they can always be in their natural habitat and there'll always be all of these animals. Mm. Amazing and I think that's so important because we often forget about the animals. We think about all the other issues that sometimes it's easy to yeah. forget the animals and they're going extinct. Tell us more Kate about the book. So why did you write it and what do you hope a reader gets from the book after they read it? Well I hope people learn the dangers to wildlife. And that I, here, I'd love to tell you some things that, the main things you learn in my book. So one of the main things they learn about is snares. So snares are hurting animals um, that poachers set out. And snares is a small wire that traps an animal. And if they can't get out of it, the animals will die. But thankfully, there are rangers on the ground collecting lots of snares before any animal can get hurt. Oh, and wow. I, also, I would also like to tell you about human-wildlife conflict. So you learn about human-wildlife conflict where an elephant goes into a farmer's um, crops and eats them. 
but the farmers depend on their crops to feed their families. So they will kill the elephants. But scientists have found a way for elephants to live in harmony with the farmers. They're, they use bee boxes because elephants are terrified of bees. So when they try to eat the crops, they just shake the fence and the bees will buzz. So the elephants will run away any of the crops and not getting hurt. Oh my gosh, they're terrified of bees. I had no idea. That's such a cool fact. And that is, I mean, that's a great way. Uh, and it makes sure that no animals are harmed as well. So very yes. cool, sustainable way. I love it. So, so Kate, we would love to hear about why you decided to write a book, because there are, there are other things, of course, that you could do to, to help animals, but you decided, I, I want to write a book. So were you a, a great writer? Is that something that you loved doing before? Or, or why did you choose that one? Yes, so I've always loved to write. And I think it's very important to educate kids in my generation because we're going to be the ones growing up and we get to decide how we treat the animals of our planet. So that's how why I wrote my book, to tell kids what's happening in the world so we can save them. And the reason um, Dr. Jane Goodall was involved with my book is because she – luckily read an early copy and she agreed to let us talk about her roots and juicy service program so that reached out to kids telling that everybody can be able to help i was reading about you kate and you're still doing something really really cool with the proceeds from every book so can you tell us what happens when someone buys one of your books yes every time a kid buys my book they're automatically supporting conservation because all of my sales go to the jangle institute Global Wildlife Conservation, and the Sheldrick Wildlife Trust. That's so awesome. So that means that kids get to learn a ton about animals, and right away they've become an advocate for animals because you are donating to those really worthy causes. I love it. So yeah, awesome. I've raised about $12,000 for my conservation partners. No way. That is huge. Well, congrats. And I'm sure it's Thank still you. growing, right? You're still selling your book. Yeah, Excellent. Yes, I, I know that there are so many young people listening who care a lot about animals. And you know what? I'm not a young person, but I care a lot about animals. So I want to join in. I would love to help you out. So, of course, people can buy your book. Uh, are there other ways that people can help endangered species? Yes. So I have a campaign called Quarters for Koalas. So I launched this first at my school because when the wildfires broke out in Australia and a billion animals died, I came up with quarters for koalas. So I launched it at my school and this is how it works. So every kid brings in a quarters and quarters add up quickly. So we raised over $6,000 in one week. And we had a $1,000 pledge from Katie Jaffe and Deborah Messing. That is incredible. And that is a huge amount of money, too. $6,000 in a short amount of yeah. time. Wow. And quarters, quarters for koalas. Did you come up with that name? Yes, I did. And all of our money went to the Adelaide Koala Rescue that they're helping koalas who were injured by the fires. And now that some schools are back, they can do a quarters for quality campaign because every kid has just a quarter laying around in their house that they can bring in and quarters add up quickly, as I said. So they will be able, they, you're able to raise a lot of money. And you can get my, you can get the presentation and share it with your school 
on my website, kidscansaveanimals.com. I love that so much, Kate. I love what you're doing. And I love if you go on kidscansaveanimals.com and you click on be an advocate, you have a list of different things that kids can do. So you're really teaching young people how to take care of our animals and our planet. So I think what you're doing is amazing, Kate. Thank you. Of course. And Kate, so what would be, because you went on your the safari when you were eight years old. Is that right? Yes. So I went on my first safari when I was seven, and then I went on two more after that the next summer. And all of that, I was doing research the whole time to be able to write my book. I can't believe it. As young as seven and eight years old. So then what would the biggest tip be, Kate, you'd have for someone listening that would would like to do something similar or here's your story and the way that you're taking care of our animals and uh, and just wants to do something similar to what you're doing. I would say that advocacy has no age limit. It doesn't matter how old you are, you can always make a difference. I was turned down so many times by different publishers before I was able to publish my book. That's really, really good advice. That's super, super good advice. And thank you for sharing that. I'm sure that it was hard to get to get a few no's, but look at you now. Look how successful you are now. So so you did yes. it. So that's so I'm sure it was a really good lesson for you to learn. Yes, never give up. Amazing. Well, Kate, we can't tell you how much we've loved learning about you, learning about your book, and not only your book, but your incredible website and what you're doing at school. You really are, you're really being an advocate in every aspect of your life. So you really do embody what it means to be a change maker, Kate. So uh, I think I speak on behalf of Lauren when I say that we're really inspired by what you're doing um and to end off end off on an inspirational note kate we like to end the podcast by asking our guests to tell us a why word so do you have one ready for us today my my word that starts with why is youth because i think kids that are young can always make a difference because the kids now are going to be adults and they're going to be the ones who can help these animals i love it and i love that you say that it, that advocacy has no age limit because it's so true. And I think that there are listeners who are maybe seven, eight, nine, and they think, well, there's no way that I can start researching or I can start helping. But I think that you are a huge inspiration to them. And I, I really think that you're going to change. Well, you already have changed the lives of so many animals and tons and tons of kids, too. So a huge congrats to you again, Kate. Thank you. Of course. Well, thank you again for coming on our podcast. You are a pro. And I think, well, you've you've done TV shows, you've done podcasts, so you're you're definitely the professional between the three of us, I gotta say. <laughs> but thank you again. You're such an inspiration and it has been such a pleasure chatting to you, Kate. Yeah, thank you for having me. Bye. Bye.